Good morning and welcome to God Talks in a Living Way, where faith meets fact. As always, our journey will begin today with a verse of Holy Scripture, a devotional from God Calling by A.J. Russell, and curriculum from A Course in Miracles to show us the light. A verse. I look up at your macro skies, dark and enormous, your handmade sky jewelry, moon and stars mounted in their settings. Then I look at my micro self and wonder, why do you bother with us? Why take a second look our way? Psalm 834. December 14, God calling, storms. Our loving Lord, we thank thee for thy marvelous keeping power. There is no miracle so wonderful as the miracle of a soul being kept by my power. Forces of evil batter and storm, but are powerless. Tempests rage unavailingly. It is like a cool garden with sweet flowers and bees and butterflies and trees and playing fountains set in the midst of a mighty roaring city. Try to see your lives as that. Not only as calm and unmoved, but as breathing fragrance, expressing beauty. Expect storms. Know this. You cannot be united in your great friendship and bond to do my work and in your great love for me and not excite the envy, hatred, and malice of all whom you meet who are not on my side. Where does the enemy attack? The fortress. The stronghold not the desert waste. Course in Miracles, Chapter 4, Section 7. The Rewards of God. The ego does not recognize the real source of threat. And if you associate yourself with the ego, you do not understand the situation as it is. Only your allegiance to it gives the ego any power over you. I've spoken of the ego as if it were a separate thing acting on its own. This was necessary to persuade you that you cannot dismiss it lightly. and must realize how much of your thinking is ego directed. We cannot safely let it go at that, however, or you will regard yourself as necessarily conflicted as long as you are here or as long as you believe that you are here. The ego is nothing more than a part of your belief about yourself. Your other life has continued without interruption 
has been and always will be totally unaffected by your attempts to dissociate it. In learning to escape from illusions, your debt to your brother is something you must never forget. It is the same debt that you owe to me. Whenever you act egotistically towards another, you are throwing away the graciousness of your indebtedness and the holy perception it would produce. The term holy can be used here because as you learn how much you are indebted to the whole sonship, which includes me, you come as close to knowledge as perception can. The gap is then so small that knowledge can easily flow across it and obliterate it forever. You have very little trust in me as yet, but it will increase as you turn more and more often to me instead of to your ego for guidance. The results will convince you increasingly that this choice is the only sane one you can make. No one who learns from experience that one choice brings peace and joy while another brings chaos and disaster needs additional convincing. Learning through rewards is more effective than learning through pain because pain is an ego illusion and can never induce more than a temporary effect. The rewards of God, however, are immediately recognized as eternal since this recognition is made by you and not the ego. The recognition itself establishes that you and your ego cannot be identical. You may believe that you have already accepted this difference, but you are by no means convinced as yet. The fact that you believe you must escape from the ego shows this. But you cannot escape from the ego by humbling it or controlling it or punishing it. The ego and the spirit do not know each other. The separated mind cannot maintain the separation except by dissociating. Having done this, it denies all truly natural impulses, not because the ego is a separate thing, but because you want to believe that you are. The ego is a device for maintaining this belief. But it is still only your decision to use the device that enables it to endure. How can you teach someone the value of something he has deliberately thrown away? He must have thrown it away because he did not value it. You can only show him how miserable he is without it and slowly bring it nearer so he can learn how his misery lessens as he approaches it. This teaches him to associate his misery with its absence and the opposite of misery with its presence. It gradually becomes desirable as he changes his mind about its worth. I am teaching you to associate misery with the ego and joy with the spirit. You have taught yourself the opposite. You are still free to choose. But can you really want the rewards of the ego in the presence of the rewards of God? My trust in you is greater than yours and me at the moment.
but it will not always be that way. Your mission is very simple. You are asked to live so as to demonstrate that you are not an ego and I do not choose God's channels wrongly. The Holy One shares my trust and accepts my atonement decisions because my will is never out of accord with his. I have said before that I am in charge of the atonement. This is only because I completed my part in it as a man and can now complete it through others. My chosen channels cannot fail because I will lend them my strength as long as theirs is wanting. I will go with you to the Holy One and through my perception, he can bridge the little gap. Your gratitude to your brother is the only gift I want. I will bring it to God for you, knowing that to know your brother is to know God. If you are grateful to your brother, you are grateful to God for what he created. Through your gratitude, you come to know your brother. And one moment of real recognition makes everyone your brother because each of them is your father. Love does not conquer all things, but it does set all things right. Because you are the kingdom of God, I can lead you back to your own creations. You do not recognize them now. But what has been dissociated is still there. As you come closer to a brother, you approach me. And as you withdraw from him, I become distant to you. Salvation is a collaborative venture. It cannot be undertaken successfully by those who disengage themselves from the sonship. Because they are disengaging themselves from me. God will come to you only as you will give him to your brothers. Learn first of them and you'll be ready to hear God. That is because the function of love is one.